My name is Jonathan Huffnagel. I'm the founder of Dash. We created the Dash podcast to hear from the game day digital auctioneers from around the world of sports. We'll share their ideas, best practices, and success stories so that you can learn from the best and apply their practices to your sports team. For those of you who may not know, Dash is the only digital auction platform built specifically for professional sports teams and their fans. I started Dash after working for FC Dallas at Major League Soccer and noting the struggles of our team's charitable foundation director. We hope you take a lot from this podcast. Everyone, welcome back to another Dash podcast where we like to share ideas, success stories, and best practices for digital engagement and digital auctions from around sports. We have two awesome guests on the show today. Uh, number one, Tim Vieira, Director of Community Relations from the Kansas City Mavericks, and Brandon Weiss, uh, the Director of Communications uh, from the Kansas City Mavericks. Guys, welcome to the show. Hey, Jonathan. How you doing? Doing well. Thanks for joining us today. We're excited to have you. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to to be on. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, Well, we'll just dive right in. If you guys could both just tell us a little bit about who you are, maybe a little bit about your sports career and your day-to-day for a good 30, 60 seconds so everyone listening can kind of get a sense of uh, what goes on in your world. That'd be great. Um, All right, I'll start. I'm Brandon. I'm the Director of Communications for the Mavericks Um, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania originally. Um, always wanted a career in sports and uh, PR journalism field. Uh, went to the University of Missouri, um, where I worked for their media relations department all four years in school. Then uh, spent two years with the University of Georgia, where I worked for their football and gymnastics programs primarily. Um, and then uh, ultimately decided to uh, come back to Kansas City and work for the Mavericks once they had an opening. So um, I'm excited. This will be my second season the upcoming year. So. Um, Big, big things ahead for our team, and I'm, I'm excited for October. That's awesome. All right, cool. Well, hey, guys. Uh, Tim Vieira here, Director of Community Relations with the Mavericks. Uh, wrapped up my third season here with the Mavericks, and prior to that, a couple seasons in minor league baseball, I uh, was with the Lexington Legends, and then before that, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays spring training and Dunedin Blue Jays Florida State League team uh, down in Florida there. Uh, prior to that, also had some NFL experience at internship with the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, kind of in a roundabout way, found myself coming back out here to Kansas City. But uh, uh, originally an upstate New York guy, uh, so just like Brandon, another Northeast guy here with the Mavericks, and uh, went to school at Temple University in Philadelphia, and uh, came out here, had a great opportunity to come to Kansas City, work with the Chiefs, and uh, loved the area, loved the community. And when this opportunity came up uh, a couple years ago to, to come back out to Kansas City with the Mavericks, it was uh, you know definitely a no-brainer for me to, to come back out here and uh, had been with the Mavericks since. Right on, guys. I love that. Thanks for sharing. So I'm going to jump right in. You guys had a pretty awesome success story this past season uh, where the Mavericks players were wearing branded Calgary Flames jerseys. What's, you know, what's unique about hockey is there's quite a few affiliate teams. So you guys are affiliated with the Stockton Heat and the Calgary Flames. So you guys are activating not just within your, your own market in a digital world, but also in a different country and on the other side of the country. Can you share a little bit more about that auction and, and things that you guys planned for and some of the successes that came out? I believe you know, 90% of the people who are engaged with your auction came from outside the Kansas City marketplace, which is a phenomenal stat that I think a lot of teams um, who may be in the ECHL or the AHL may be trying to replicate and win over fans in different marketplaces. Can y'all share a little bit about that? 
Yeah, so um, we're pretty fortunate that uh, we have great partners in Stockton and Calgary. Um, once we saw the jerseys, pretty much essentially what they were was uh, we took the Calgary jersey template in colors. Uh, we just put our logo as the crest in the middle. Um, so I reached out to, to both Stockton and Calgary uh, prior to our auction going live and asked if I put together some uh, social graphics for them would they be willing to share it for us? Because we had some higher profile prospects for them. Uh, top of the list was probably Tyler Parsons, who uh, was listed as NHL.com's top prospect within their organization. Um, and both teams got back to me really quickly. They said, absolutely, just send us what you have. So um, I built graphics for, for us to use and for them to use on social, um, which really used Calgary's template that they used on social. And uh, they, they were pretty active in sharing them. I think they probably went through four or five of the different graphics that I had built. Um, they promoted it all throughout our auction, which I believe lasted a week. Um, and and we, we really saw some, some awesome uh, participation on, on their end and from their fans who obviously, you know, Calgary being uh, one of the top Canadian teams, they get some great support and Stockton really has a strong fan base as well. So we were fortunate to have the partnership that we have and their passionate fan base to get them involved in our auction right do you guys get a lot of new prospects or you know collecting data on fans is huge email name phone number where they live things of that nature what with the data that came from that auction what do you guys do with that do you turn it into revenue streams do you put it into your email database what's kind of next steps for you guys so that others out there listening can kind of get a sense of what they could do with their own data that they're extracting from digital auctions and other digital revenue streams? For sure. I think that's a really good point, Jonathan. And, you know, obviously for us, it's uh, one of the pieces of Dash that we found most attractive and and what we've enjoyed working with is, uh, you know, obviously it's nice to have a successful auction and uh, you go five days through the process and and hit some goals on it and, you know, uh, nice to end the success there. But obviously, uh, you know, that's not the case with Dash. You can take it to the next level and, uh, really utilize that information that you're getting in to, uh, just as you said, follow up with leads and, uh, you know, see who's following the auction, seeing which markets are uh, taking part in that. And, um, you know, obviously to Brandon's points in terms of utilizing the affiliates and, you know, having Calgary involved, having Stockton involved um, are great from the, the revenue stream aspect for the auctions. But uh, obviously the other side of that is with the local bidders that we have and, and with local uh, you know, participation there, you can turn those into uh, leads for group nights and ticket nights and, and obviously for other jersey auctions that we have throughout the season. Uh, like most teams, we have a, a combination of silent and live auctions. And, uh, you know, when you can add these emails in of, of people that are interested in a, a jersey auction through a silent platform, uh, also gives you a good opportunity to reach back out to them and, and keep them updated for live auctions. And, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a jersey auction. It could be um, you know, pucks are, we do a mystery auction here in Kansas City, uh, which is basically, a, you know, you're getting a signed puck, you don't know which player it is, and, um, you know, so all these different opportunities for us to uh, add to our database is huge, and, uh, you know, like any team, it's, it's, it's part of how we grow our business and uh, what we're looking at to continue to uh, to get some new sales into the pipeline. Right. So, you know, it's really great to talk to both of you on that, too, because, you know, Brandon serves such an important part um, of the foundation as well in getting the foundation's word out and sharing 
what's going on, how you're helping the community, not just there in Kansas City, but you know across the state. What are some of those initiatives, Brandon, that you've seen really help the foundation? And, and Tim, feel free to chime in as well. Is, is there something that has gone on this past year that kind of took things to the next level? Um, as you guys are engaging fans, whether that be on Instagram or Twitter or, or Facebook and things of that nature? For sure, yeah. So let, uh, real quick to clarify, Jonathan, you know, for us, uh, you know, we don't have a foundation. Some teams have a, you know, Mavericks Foundation. That's not something that we have here. Um, you know, so all of our work uh, in the community is, is uh, obviously similar to that in terms of reaching out and, and getting uh, you know, to work with a lot of the great nonprofits in the area here, and uh, whether it's KCYHA, the youth hockey organization, or uh, other nonprofit partners that we have, um, you know, that's how we funnel our support and what we're able to raise here as a team mm-hmm. uh, and contribute that back to the Kansas City community. Um, so, in terms of having a foundation, it's, it's a little bit different for us in not having that. Um, but certainly with that, too, through our ownership, uh, Lamar Hunt Jr. and uh, Loretto Ventures, there is a, a Loretto Foundation that. Uh, you know, we are able to uh, to tie ourselves with, and, and obviously with that co-branding, um, kind of funneling that under one umbrella um, certainly helps us with those initiatives as well. So, um, you know, again, I think at the end of the day, through our uh, various options that we have and uh, partners that we work with throughout the community, uh, it, it's important for us that we're uh, distributing those funds that we're allocating and, uh, you know, working in a, a wide range of uh, different sectors within the nonprofit organizations. Sure. And then uh, the more of the social component of it and getting the word out, um, you know, obviously anything you're doing, it's important to draw attention to. Um, Tim actually used an analogy yesterday. It's sort of like the, if a tree falls in a forest, um, does it actually make a sound if no one's going to hear it? Because, you know, if we're, if we're running an auction, no one knows about it, you're getting no biz, and uh, no one knows it's happening. So um, my role really is just to draw attention to it, sort of, um, spark people's interest with it, draw them into the app and try to get them placed in bids. And obviously step one on them bidding is knowing that something's going on, taking a look and liking the merchandise. So, um, you know, my role is more um, sort of advertisement of it. Uh-huh. Um, and it, it's something that really is is very important in, in drawing the eyeballs to what we're trying to what we're trying to move. Sure, right. Yeah, it's a huge component. Absolutely. So when you guys plan for the next three, four, five years for these auctions that are going on, um, what are kind of the emphasis that you guys will be most focused on? Maybe some of the metrics, uh, not just in terms of auction revenues, but what is it that you could double down on that you're focused on that you think other teams should focus on as well? Yeah, I think to that point, you know, the, one of the most important things for us is uh, really connecting the dots with what we're doing with auctions, what we're doing on, you know, a community outreach standpoint, uh, what we're doing from a group ticket sales standpoint, uh, making sure all those align and all those are, are working together. Um, you know, I think a great example for us is uh, within the last couple of years, a, a program that's really taken off for us and has uh, had some great success is a sled hockey program that we've developed here. Uh-huh. Um Working through the, the city of Independence and uh, a nonprofit here, Variety, Variety Children's Charity. Um, you know, I think bringing all those partners together, uh, we've been able to create a really unique and, and fun campaign through that sled hockey program of uh, getting kids out there and, and uh, active in hockey that otherwise wouldn't have the opportunities to do so. 
Um, so I think, you know, when we look at some of our auctions and, and jerseys that we wear, uh, we want to be able to connect those dots and tell those stories um, through a bigger picture. So, uh, again, working with Variety Children's Charity, uh, they were an organization we partnered with on one of our jersey auctions last year. Um, through that, obviously, I, I think um, the excitement that was created with the sled hockey program and the visuals uh, of being able to see kids out there on the sleds uh, it is really ultimately what it's about. And, um, you know, I think the more, again, you're able to connect those dots, the more you're able to, to grow your brand and, and really, uh, again, ultimately the success of the auctions. Um, so I think as we look ahead to the next couple of years, um, you know, obviously looking at what we're trying to do and, and continue to do here in Kansas City is uh, grow the sport of hockey. Uh, you know, obviously Kansas City being a little bit of a non-traditional hockey market, um, you know, it starts at the youth levels and, and engaging youth hockey and engaging schools. And uh, we do a Kids Day game initiative that a lot of, uh, you know, other, other organizations in our league and the HL level are doing. But, um, you know, looking at all these pieces of how we can pair all that together and, um, again, have all that focus towards one mission. Right. No, you, you, you bring up such a great point, Tim, that it's, you can use the auction as a means to tell your story. Um, so over your, your four or five day period, you're telling people, why are we raising funds? It's the specific jersey that you're wearing that's on brand for not just the team, but also that philanthropic activity that you're trying to support that night. And then it's being told through the stories that drip onto Twitter or Instagram or the PA reads that may come across uh, the arena that night. So I, great story. I think there's a lot of teams out there who are just throwing these, these jerseys up for auctions and setting and forgetting. But one of the key components that made yours so successful, not just leveraging the brands of your affiliates, but actually telling the story as the auction is going on as to why are we raising funds? What will the funds go right back to? Sharing the stories of those high school kids that are now introduced to sled hockey who may have not otherwise been introduced to it through the communications that Brandon's sharing with uh, the fan base. And I think that's awesome. It's, a, it's an awesome, awesome point. Um, so we're, we're kind of coming to the end here, guys. Uh, Tim, question for you here. There's a lot of teams out there who maybe have not gone all in on digital yet. If you were to give some words of wisdom, maybe one or two check boxes that had to be checked, and, and Brandon, feel, feel free to chime in here too. What, what would those one or two check boxes be so that when a team does decide to go digital, they can make sure that it's going to be as successful as possible? For sure. I think, you know, for us, one of the key things is, um, you know, looking at, again, playing off of your affiliations. Last year was the first year of that agreement with Calgary and uh, obviously Stockton as well. And, um, you know, Brandon can probably speak more to this, but creating excitement for that and what ultimately that means for us here in Kansas City and, um, you know, highlighting player stories like Tyler Parsons being the number one prospect, um, all these different things that go into to creating excitement for our brand here locally uh, also has that byproduct of creating that excitement, um, you know, uh, nationally and also internationally as we, we spread into Calgary. But, um, you know, I think in, in terms of looking at a traditional live auction versus going digital, um, you know, I, I think it's just an opportunity to reach uh, so many more people. And, and I think, you know, again, it doesn't necessarily, one of the points we always talk about, it doesn't have to take away from what you're doing in the live auction, what you're doing at the arena. Uh, all of this can play together to, to again, uh, reach the, the most people that you can in, in the biggest market possible. So um, I, I think as far as that goes, you know, for those that are considering going into a digital auction, 
Um, you know, really the important part is uh, you're not going to have all of your fans, all of your supporters in the arena at one night. It's just, you know, uh, feasibility, it's just never going to happen, right? So, you know, to have an opportunity to spread something out throughout a week and uh, get as many eyeballs on something as you can, um, you know, obviously the, the role of getting that on social media and, and uh, getting people excited about it with Brandon, he's done a, a great job of doing that, and that's a key piece of, of really buying into it. Um, you know, it can't be one department saying, hey, we want to go digital because it's going to, you know, help our community causes. Again, if it's not communications department buying into that and uh, season tickets buying into that, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to have the success across the board. So, um, you know, again, I think it's, it's just reaching the, uh, the largest audience possible. Sure, sure. Well, awesome, guys. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. For those who may have tuned into the podcast a little late, we're talking with Tim Vieira, Director of Community Relations, and Brandon Weiss, the Director of Communications at the ECHL's Kansas City Mavericks. Guys, thanks for taking the time today. Thanks for sharing your knowledge. I think a lot of people are going to take away uh, quite a bit from this one. That was awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Jonathan. Appreciate you having us on. Yeah, likewise. We'll talk soon. Dash fans, again, and as always, thank you for listening to another Dash podcast. We hope you've taken some good notes and look forward to seeing them in your auction playbook this season. If you're thinking about taking your team's auctions digital and want to talk about it, you can get a hold of us at email team at dashapp.io. Until next time, Dash fans, don't forget, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Now go out there and make it a great day. (laughs) 